During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Welcome back to Started with the Mouse podcast. How are we doing, folks? <laughs> I got ripped off on two Disney merchandise things this week. So <laughs> two? Yeah. What's the second one? The little guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Happy Wednesday. Um, we've been happy quarantine four hundred thirty seventh day. No, that would be over a year. Happy March sixty second. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's May. Don't. Don't do it, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been recording later in the week. I don't know why. Um, I guess we just kind of get caught up on weekends. Yeah, I um, I want to make sure that this episode is uh, good. So that's why I think I took a little bit more time on it. And some yeah. Um, we were going to do a part two of the series of the um, movies that we want to revamp, but we just haven't got to watch the movie that I want to watch. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to find. <laughs> It is very hard to find. Um, we did find it on YouTube, but, but it's like a fourth of the screen. Yeah, and so I, I, I would end up with a headache by the end of the movie. Well, we're probably just going to have to watch it that way anyway, because I can't um, find it anywhere else. But um, yeah, John got ripped off. Um, uh, twice. Twice. Talk about the little guy right there. Okay. Um, so I I like looking at Maricari and places like that. I have kind of like, like eBay. Yeah. Um, they have like really cool deals sometimes. Sometimes you can get stuff really cheap. Um, I'll use a good example is I just purchased a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey on there for $30 and I haven't found anything Tampa Bay Lightning less than like 75 Yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone knows I love Sorcerer Mickey. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have Kathy post this in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I bought this Sorcerer Mickey and it said it was mini. Now, I didn't think it was this mini. Yeah. It's like the size <laughs> of like... My a piece of lint. It's like the size of my pinky nail. Yeah, like imagine it's, it's that. It's ridiculous. It is the smallest thing. <laughs> and it's 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 an ornament. It's a sorcerer Mickey ornament. But it's tiny. Like it's gonna get lost at some point in time. Oh, I know it is. That's why I think we're gonna have to keep it in the box when it's not on the tree. And yeah. I don't know what tree, unless there's like a bunch of these little mini ones, maybe we can make a mini Disney tree. Maybe. <laughs> well we could we could have like a desktop tree, like one of the like the Charlie Brown trees or whatever, yeah. and maybe do like a mini version of it. Yeah. Um we also John bought this too. I think we can say this because I don't think she listens to I the podcast. She doesn't listen to the podcast. So um Basically, um, for all the seniors this year that didn't get to have a senior year, um, for the school that I went to, they were doing an adopt a a senior thing. And I think they were doing that throughout a lot of schools. Um, So we adopted one of my brother's friends. Her name's uh, 
Dan Dan. We call her Dan Dan. And um, she's a big Disney fanatic. And that's the sole reason that we chose her because we can relate. And we decided to um, kind of Disneyfy her little box that we're going to be giving her. And I know these came out. I'm not really sure when, but it was a um, collectible. And it was a I think mystery. box lunch. I, it says shopdisney.com. I, I mean, yeah, but I think they're... I, yeah, I think I've it, seen them a lot at Box Launch. Yeah, so it's um, a mystery pin, and it looks like it's on a VHS, like a, a, yes, TV, yeah. a TV with like a VHS thing. And you can either get the Little Mermaid, Lilo and Stitch, Nightmare Before Christmas, Toy Story, um, and then there's two mystery well, ones. Well, I know what one of them is. Right. Um, so we found this on eBay, and it's the Beauty and the Beast one, and it's just a VHS tape, and it's a pin. So that was really cool. Um, one of, I think her favorite movie is Beauty and the Beast, so we bought that for her. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah, along with some sweets, we're probably going to get her this weekend. Oh, she's yeah. Gonna, gonna, she's going to be on a sugar high for the next yeah. four days. Thanks That's to like us. box one of two. We're playing <laughs> on the second box, but um, that won't come for a little bit. Yeah. Um, second off, I wanted to thank... Um, my new cousins, <laughs> um, Michelle, Jacob, Kate, and Kyle. I was in the shower today, and I came out, and there was a box, and John had told me that it was for me, and I was like, okay, I didn't, I know I didn't order anything from Target, okay, people, like, I, I know I order stuff, but I, I ordered not, a lot of quarantine stuff. <laughs> I didn't order anything from Target, and uh, they actually had gotten us a late wedding gift and gotten us a Nintendo Switch, so... Thank you so much because now John's not going to have to talk to me for probably weeks straight because yeah, I'm going to be like Animal Crossing. I'm going to be able to play chill nonstop and she's <laughs> not going to care. Um, I, w I do want to kind of give the story out of what happened because, you know, a couple of people might be a little confused as to why we're receiving a wedding gift <laughs> six months after the wedding. Yeah. Um, so we sent out our thank you cards. Um, like six months late. Yeah. Almost. We sent them out like a month ago. Uh, yeah. Like five months late. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, we're just not good at like punctuation and nope. being on time. Nope. Um, so my cousin got the little thank you note, uh, from us and went, wait a minute. I don't think I gave them anything. <laughs> and apparently she like checked the bag that they went to Florida with and know. found the card oh, that was supposed to have the money that we were supposed to get <laughs> for the wedding. <laughs> and then my cousin messaged me on Sunday and Kathy has been posting on her personal page that she really wants to play Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> and um, and she would message me. She goes, hey, would you be okay if I just got you guys a Nintendo Switch instead of the money? And I said, yeah, that's not a problem. And she went ahead and got it for Kathy and it showed up today. So she's really Sunday excited. to Wednesday. That's really good turnaround time. Well, it's probably like Target's like yeah. Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. It's downloading as we speak. I made sure before we started the podcast that I started downloading it. <laughs> um, and then one more thing for the 10 Minutes of Nonsense. Last weekend, we were part of a uh, paint and sip <laughs> Oh, uh, with our friends uh, Derek and Abby and Joe. Ear, yeah, from ear to ear chat. Yeah. We posted about them um, a couple of times, I believe, in the yeah. in our page or whatever. Um, <laughs> so basically, Abby's like this insanely talented like uh, artist. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are. <laughs> Yours is awesome compared to mine. <laughs> so... Um, she held a paint and sip, which for those of you who don't know what that is, she basically like was the host of it and it was she a giant had, zoom call. Yeah, it was a giant zoom call. So we were social distancing. I think there were like what, 15 maybe? No, maybe nah, like there 10. There was like 10 to 15. 10 I'd to 15 say. people on there. And, um, we had to pick which one we wanted to do. And I guess the majority rolled and it was stitch. So she had, <laughs> she had posted 
um, a stencil that we were supposed yes, to print out. Yes. Which like, we completely forgot about until Saturday at like four o'clock. Yeah. And then we got to my mom's. My mom's like, well, we, we, we don't know how to use the printer. Your dad uses the printer. I'm like, well, um, is he going to be home anytime soon? She's like, no, he just left for your grandma's. And I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Oh, and for those of you who are wondering, we had a social distancing cookout at my mom's I mean, on Saturday. It was a beautiful day on Saturday. It, it was, was perfect. hard not to be outside. Yeah, it was perfect. Uh, but anyway, so we couldn't, we could not print out the stencil. So I said, John, we're just going to have to freehand it. So we got these um, canvas boards. It's not like a canvas. It's not like thick. It's just like It's thin. just, yeah, yeah, it's a very thin canvas. And uh, we we uh, sketched it on there and uh, or stenciled it on there. And at first I was like, eh, mine's going to look bad. But I'm actually pretty impressed with mine. John, um, his is not Stitch. It's a Baby Yoda. So if you guys are interested, I will post those on the Facebook. I don't know if we did post those on our on our Facebook page. I don't think Looking we did. Looking back on it, when I sh- should have started drawing it, I should have made his ears like actually straight across and like actually went just all in on the baby. You really thing. should have. Like they're up like he's alert or something. Yeah. No, um, but uh. the funny thing was is I like everyone was showing their progress in the group in the yep. Zoom call. Yep. And um <laughs> I think it was Joe or Derek was like, that looks like Baby Yoda. I think a couple of people were yeah. saying it, actually. And yeah. then I was like, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go straight at it and yeah. be a Baby Yoda. Yeah, it, it's just going to be a Baby Yoda now. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys so much for holding that. That was a blast. And I really hope we get to do another one of those. I hope we get to hang out with them <laughs> soon enough because, you know, this whole quarantine thing's on my last nerve. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting to me. <laughs> um, so do we want to talk about this week's episode? Yes. I do. We do have a little bit of news at the end. So, yeah. Um, so this week's episode is going to be something that I think me and Kathy are going to, um, kind of make a mini series out of, because there's a lot of things that we could talk about here. This was supposed to be just one episode Mm -hmm. and it's kind of changed into maybe a series. Well, yeah. Um, so we're, we're basically going to talk about abandoned, like things that Disney has abandoned. Um, so whether that be islands or rides, um, resorts everything in between um disney has abandoned so many things and just kind of like left them there i guess to die, basically um and there are so many that even i didn't even know about like some of these ones that you showed me i'm like i've never even heard of that before i didn't know that was a thing so the more we looked into it um the more that there were so these two we're doing two tonight yeah. um so these two are going to be succumbed to just disney world these are not well, Di- there, well, the one's not Disney World. It's just like Disney as a company. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, okay. just, but the one is in Disney World. Yeah, okay. you are right on that. Okay. Um, so do you want to start out with the first one? Yeah. Um, the first one here, um, we decided we're doing the treasure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Treasure K slash Disney's uh Mog. It's Mowgli's Mowgli's Palace. Palace. Yep. Um, now if you are not, um, I guess hip. To what this might be, um, Mowgli's Palace is basically a almost in folklore in Disney, like Reddit threads and everything else. Basically, people say there was a um, uh, resort at this island that Disney just basically abandoned, but that is not true. Well, I mean, they did abandon the island, but it wasn't Disney's per se. No, that's not what I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting at. Okay, I think. Um, Mowgli is from the, the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Yeah. Okay. 
I just wanted I just want to set that straight. I'm like after I kept saying that name a little bit, I'm like, what is that name from? So that's that's based off the Jungle Book. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I'm like three fourths and a monster, so I'm very wired right now. Yeah, you are. Um, Damn. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Treasure K here. Uh, this was Disney's own private island was owned by Premier Cruise Line. Now, if you don't know about Premier Cruise Line, it was basically Disney Cruises before Disney Cruise Line. Right, before they, like, um, branded it, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was going to be a pirate theme for the island. This is basically how it was during the time that it was um, actually, they were actually using it, um, how it would work uh, in the dining room. Okay. It was a pirate theme uh, for the island. It was the place where they said that the pirates took their vacations. During dinner, all of a sudden on the PA system, you would hear swords fighting and they would come over the loudspeaker saying that the ship has been taken over by pirates. So it's everyone for themselves. Then, so basically, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. Lost it. <laughs> Just lost it. <laughs> Um, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so basically it was everyone for themselves. Captain Hook, Captain Hook, Mr. Smee, and Tinkerbell would come into the dining room and take some of the cruise ship people hostage in chains. Then the cruise director and captain would then come in and ask if anyone wanted to save the fellow passengers that were just taken. Um, where they, they say that they were basically saw where they were taking the other passengers, which was the other island where the midnight buffet would be set up for the other passengers. Uh, if you were one of the people that volunteered, you would get a free alcoholic beverage and you would go to the other island and try to talk Captain Hook, Mr. Smee, and Tinkerbell to give back the passengers that were taken. Huh. That's really cool. But this is, <laughs> everybody is sending me their Nintendo Switch, like, tags like their 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 names or whatever and it's like popping up like constantly right now um so that's what it was supposed to be or that's what it was it that's was, what it was it, okay for, okay it went for six years like this okay um so basically what would happen is you would go have dinner on this island and then you know like i said the they would act it and play it off that pirates had taken over uh the dining room and taken some of the passengers okay and you do you have later in here the years that this was open uh, i believe so okay okay i just want to make sure go oh, you're good um, um, Disney characters. Disney would characters roam. would roam on the island. Also, guests would be allowed to camp out overnight on the island as well. So, if you were one of those people that likes to look up at the stars, they would actually set up a tent for you, and you could That's just really cool. uh, watch it. Um, um, just sorry, I lost my place. Uh, this would only last a few years within the Disney cruise. Only one of the ships with Premier was actually able to enter the port due to size limits. Jeez. This is where the end of Treasure K came when Premier Cruise Line CEOs started to leave the company. Once those CEOs left, there was no one checking on the success rate of the ships. So basically what is happening with the cruise ships is is uh, basically the CEOs used to be on these Premier Cruises mm -hmm. to make sure that these captains were going into this narrow port. And they had like a 90%... Uh, success rate when the CEOs were there mm -hmm. and when the CEOs dropped off it went to 80 then to 70 then to 60 and then there was a I don't know if I put this in the notes or not there was a clause in their contract that if they got to the point where it was over 30 percent they couldn't reach um, this treasure K which is Disney's Island uh, basically that they didn't have to go there anymore hmm. okay 
Um, you left off saying that to get into the channel. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead and read a little bit here. Um, when they were there, it was around 90%, and it was dropping each time after that. Um, what? I don't understand what that says. CEO. Yeah, the CEO. That CEO left would not be a wait, would be up to the captain to make sure they got into this port safely. Um, the product never failed. It was the fact that I never know how to say this. Nassau? Nassau. Nassau? Yeah. Was paying the cruise company more to come to their island instead of the pirate adventure on Treasure K. Um, and after that contract with the island was canceled in 1995, Disney ended their contract with Premier Cruises and decided to go out on their own with a Disney cruise line. So um, the island was canceled in 95. That answers my question. Yes. So this was like shortly after we were born. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Because I was on one of the first Disney cruises, actually. Um, so I'll let you read a little bit more there. Okay. Um, when Disney first started their own cruise line, the... Uh, Disney Magic could have ported at the island and the executives of Disney were flown out to the island to see how it would be ran. This wouldn't work for Disney due to the fact that they were looking to build some of their biggest ships they they could have and this port could not support it. This um, this was all rumored. Yeah, basically this is a rumor <laughs> that, you know, um, the guy... So I watched an interview with the CEO of Premier Ships. Oh, okay. And he was talking about the fact that the guy that owned the island was trying to get Disney back in after Premier had dropped basically the contract with this island. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'll let you read a little bit more. <laughs> Sorry, like you're reading. You're better at reading. You're fine. Um, Disney did end up buying an island called Gorda Kay, which they turned into Castaway Key in 1998. Uh, Disney then launched their first cruise line or cruise ship, the Disney Magic, in 2000. Premier Cruises filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after they left Treasure K. The island has basically sat abandoned ever since when Disney didn't buy into buying a contract with the island. Um, it seems that the island has no hope of ever being used again. It is exactly as it was when the starship, starship Majestic made its final voyage to the island. Her, um, Hurricanes and other tropical storms have basically left Sorry. the <laughs> island in complete disarray. Uh, completely overgrown, the island is slowly falling into complete and utter despair. This was back in 2005. Mm -hmm. um, the natives of the island had stated to take had started to take down the structures that Disney had left behind in 2006, basically taking the scrap and everything else and kind of just selling it. Okay. Um, a plan was put into place where a huge go golf course and yacht uh, marina would be put on the island. The deal was then struck to buy and redevelop the island, and it was not supported by the islanders, uh, basically the natives of the island whatsoever, in, 20, in 2006. Uh, they started to redevelop the island, and by 2012, most of the project was done on the island. As of now, only one of the original structures from Cas Treasure K is actually left on the island. That was as of 2017. Uh, and as of right now, none of the original structures are left on the island. If you would like to actually buy, the, uh, buy a home on the, the original Disney Cruise Island, they do have homes available. <laughs> Uh, from the golf club, it will cost you between somewhere between two point eight million to twelve point seven million. Treasure K only lasted six years. It was abandoned for almost twenty before the golf uh, uh, resort took over. Jesus. 
So this is in Nas- Nassau? It's in the Caribbean somewhere. It's, okay. it's, I don't think it's one of the well-known islands. Okay. So. I was just wondering, because you said it wasn't like actually part of Disney World. I was just curious yeah, where it, it was. was. It's... Uh, I, I'd have to read. I, I should have put that in the notes. That's my bad. Um, let me let me look it up. Go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Words. <laughs> um, give me one second. You just talk here a second. Where is treasure? Oh, okay. I got it. It's Great Ganaque. That was the name of the island. Oh, okay. 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 And that's G U A N A. Okay. So, um, that was the actual island that they. I just uh, was it. It obviously was doing bad if they had to file for bankruptcy. Oh, the cruise line, yes. Once they lost the contract with Disney, that was basically the end of them. That's just crazy to me. Because I feel like that was like the beginning of like cruise cruise lines, like whenever they started to get really big. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that they didn't grow very well with the times. Um, obviously, now if you look at some of the ships, they're gi- they're huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at some of the ones that Disney's putting out there right now, and it's absolutely insanity how many people they're going to get on these boats once this, hopefully this whole COVID thing ends. So I want to talk about the next one. Okay. I want, I want to start out with it okay. because I'm looking at the dates and I was there. We were both there. Yeah. I, but the thing was, is I found out when I was doing some of the research for this one, uh, Disney did not advertise this at all. Like didn't even sh- like, if you looked at the map, um, I actually looked at an old map. Um, it showed all of Epcot. And then there was just an area, like, it didn't even have a name on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it was because it was in, like, developmental stages still? No, 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 no. This was, like, when it was open. Like, they didn't didn't even, like, I guess... There was a tragedy that happened with this one, so we'll get into it a little bit. Okay. So, we're going to talk about Body Wars. This is one that we've watched on YouTube, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm very interested. I didn't do any of this research. This research is strictly from John. Maybe Sorry. I'll do the second. Maybe I'll do the next episode. Um, one cool thing I saw with this one, I just wanted to get it out there before we started into this. There was a clip where there was one singular singular rider, mm-hmm. and he was actually talking to the cast member, and he's like, "I guess I get my own ship today. <laughs> I love Body Wars. It's my favorite ride." And the guy's just like, "Yeah, it's just like Star Tours. It's a little bit rougher in this one." And he's like, "Oh, have a great ride." And I'm just like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> All right, so uh, Body Wars. The opening day for Body Wars in the Wonder of Life Pavilion was October 19th, 1989, and the last day for it was January 1st of 2007. So it did have a good run there, almost 20 years. Yeah, like 18 years. Um, MetLife went ahead and sponsored the pavilion where Body Wars would be housed originally. There was supposed to be a ride that would take you through the working human body with the same ride system as Peter Pan's flight, and it would be called the incredible journey within one of the Imagineers. I'm sorry. The incredible, incredible journey, journey within. within. Sorry, I should have put a period. You're fine. <laughs> this is just a long run on paragraph. Sorry, I, that's why I wanted you to proofread it. <laughs> um, one of the Imagineers, Marty Scar, was worried that the animatronics needed for the ride would be too big to show everything that would be inside the human body. Um, the pavilion was quite small, and he was also worried that this type of ride would not be able to fit inside with $1 million in funding for the pavilion. Um, and then when Michael Eisner became CEO in 1984, he partnered up with George Lucas to make the first IP-driven ride in Walt Disney World, which we now know today as Star Tours. Um, this was the it fir- all ties together. Yeah, this was the first <laughs> Disney... Um, simulator ride as well as well sorry 
They used Atlas simulators in the Star Tour ride. It was the best solution Imagineer Marty Scar could come up with for the incredible journey within, which then became Body Wars. Um, do you want to go from yeah. there? Yeah, okay. uh, this is kind of like a little bit of uh, what would happen actually during the ride. Uh, during the ride, it would have a pre-show where they had a uh, they had created a shrink ray, and it could make a ship to the size of a cell. In the video, they would talk about they talk that the driver was made. Wow, that is terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> they talk that the driver. They say that the driver was made so that they could learn more about the body's immune system okay. as well as kill diseases from Thank the you. inside. For reading my terrible, mm -hmm. terrible grammar. Yep. Uh, this is why I wanted you to proofread. You're fine. <laughs> from the inside, uh, guests would then enter the ship called Bravo 229 and would be greater by the greeted by the captain of the ship. Then they would shrink the ride vehicle and you would be sent into the human body. In the ride, guests were supposed to go into the body and destroy a splinter that was in the host mm -hmm. body. That seems so weird to me. Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, uh, Dr. Lair gets stuck in a vein and goes racing down the body. Captain Bradrick of your ship goes after her as she is stuck in the lung. She is then attacked by a white blood cell and... Uh, Braddock. Well, Braddock. Sorry, my mic screen went down. Uh, neutralizes it. He, he And he is able to get Dr. Lair back into the ship. Then you would travel to the brain and capture some of its energy and then go back to normal size. Each simulator would hold up to about 40 people. Jesus. Yeah, and there was four simulators. Holy cow, that, that's like pumping people left and right yeah. in and out of there. Um, within the Body Wars area in 1989. When the attraction first opened, it was the only thrill ride in Epcot. People would wait up to an hour and a half sometimes to ride Body Wars. Jeez, oh, Pete. And the sad part is that was probably about, uh, I guess that you would almost consider that to like the three-hour waits, I guess, for Flight of Passage today. Yeah, I guess people probably did it because it's in a pavilion. Yeah, and what it, do you, it was it's air conditioned. Right, that's typically what you do is you go into the pavilion to get, you know, you. Do, I love Land of the Living. Or, uh, yeah. Living with the land. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's been so long, Disney. Just open back up. I'm, lo I'm losing my sense of Disney. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, sometimes during the ride, the motion and audio would become off sync. And all of a sudden, it would become very sickening to the, uh, the guest that was inside of the um, simulator. The body war ships, because it would confuse the senses, body wars was causing a lot of riders to become nauseous after... After riding the ride. After riding the ride. Sorry, my like, computer's trying to switch something. Um, uh, Body Wars tried to fix the issue. They cut the film by about 20 seconds and took away some of the motion of one of the film reels. And uh, uh, once Star Tours opened up in MGM Studios, Bodies War wait time and interest shrunk to almost nothing. In the first six years of the attraction, it was not getting any lines or any attention inside the Epcot Pavilion. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Um, I'm going to let you talk about this one. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. On May 16th, 1995, a four-year-old guest went unconscious on the ride almost three minutes into the ride. A cast member shut down the ride, and luckily, there were two nurses on board the simulator. They started CPR immediately on the guest. Um, unfortunately, this was a fatal incident for the guest. She had a heart condition. After a short inspection, um, the ride opened back up the next day. 
At this point, Body Wars had seen 25 million guests inside of its simulators. It continued to have guests come through in low numbers into the early 2000s. In 2004, it was switched to seasonal operation. On January 1st, 2007, the entire Wonders of Life Pavilion was closed. It now operates as a festival center for Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. As of 2017, everything inside of Body Wars is still intact except for the simulators. Um, and then to, as of 2014, the simulators were taken apart inside of Body Work. Body Wars. Sorry. Body Wars. It changed, it changed one of my it's spellings. Uh, in 2017, most of the queue for Body Wars is still intact. Um, Basically, why did the Body Wars and the Pavilion close its doors? Only to be reopened as a festival convention center. Well, in 2001, MetLife pulled their sponsorship. Um, I think a reason for that might have been that um, MetLife is with Snoopy. Oh. And Snoopy is like the grandmaster of the Cedar Fair yeah, yeah. Um, theme parks. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, they pulled their sponsorship on the pavilion. Disney <clears throat> was not able to find another sponsor. And with little to no effort to advertise Body Wars, it never grew into what Disney thought it could be. <sighs> Do you think it's because of the casualty that happened? I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, I know they said that the little girl had a heart condition. Um, right. I didn't want to use the name. I, I had the yeah, name, no, but I no. don't want to use it. That's not, that's not relevant. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why. But at the same time, you know, it's th those rides are terrible. I hate Star, uh, Star Tours. I know you do. And I, I hate the simulator rides. I, I, the last time we rode Star Tours, I literally had to just shut my eyes and just like put my head down because I was getting so sick. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't understand because, I mean, I, I guess I do understand. You would think that if there's a casualty, I mean, I don't want to say that they would ha almost like have to close the ride because she had a pre-existing condition and that's not to shed light on the fact that a child died on that ride, but there are warnings on every single ride oh, yeah. as you enter them. Like do not get on this. If you have a pre-existing condition or you're pregnant or whatever, you know, it says it everywhere. Now she may not have known that she had a pre-existing condition. She was only four years old at the time. Right. That brings me to, I don't know if I've talked about this though. Did I think I've told you this. A little boy died after riding Mission Space. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. This was, um, let me see here. It says, it was so intense. It has motion sickness bags and several riders have been treated for chest pain. Um, he, he was four years old and he had, um, the mother noticed that the bo body was rigid and his legs were stretched straight out. It says, let me, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't say he did have a preexistent heart condition though. So like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know why I'm focusing on that, but like, if you have, like, that's not something to mess with. I understand that you, you want to live your life and, you know, ride the rides, but the, yeah, the warnings think, are there for a reason. I think that um, this was one of those situations where the parents probably didn't know that yet that the right. child had a pre-existing condition. Um, I just don't even know why Disney even had this ride. Uh, to be honest with you, I actually did some uh, YouTube today um, while I was doing my research. 
you can literally like as of 2017 was the last video I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, you can literally walk back there mm-hmm. during food and wine if you can get past security. If you really want to try to not, there's usually not security back there. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to, you'll get in trouble. You will be literally thrown off Disney property if they find you back there. <sighs> so then, why'd you tell me about this? <laughs> um, people have snuck back there, and basically, the the queue is completely intact. Everything's intact. The only thing that's not there is the simulators. <laughs> it's <laughs> what did we talk about the the Magic Kingdom's fiftieth anniversary, um, the year of like. Remember, like, the cast members just randomly give you yeah. things? Where a cast member comes up to you, what do you want to do? I want to go in the Body Wars queue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was really cool. The video that I actually watched on it, he kind of did, like, it was, like, an older clip where, like, um, you saw how it was. Yeah. And then he flipped to another clip where you saw how it is, like, right now. And then mm. he would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it was really cool to kind of see how it looked um, during its heyday, so... Yeah, that's very interesting um, to learn about. Thank you for that. But I don't know. It's just weird. Like, of all things that Disney could have come up with, why that? Well, that was actually one of Walt's visions, uh, was to have a ride like that in Epcot. Yeah. I'm glad that failed. I'm sorry, but I'm glad that failed. Yeah. I think I wrote it when I was a little kid, but I'm not entirely sure. And I don't know if my mom and dad would even I don't know. I'll have to ask my mom if she remembers writing that. Because, like I said, I mean, I think it was, like, 2003 that I went for the first time. And then a couple of years later, I went. So we may have wrote it, but I, I don't remember that. Yeah. So as of right now, you can go into the Wonder of Life Pavilion, but you're not going to see a sign that says Wonders of Life. It's basically just there for um, food and wine. Yeah. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. Don't try to go behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. No. But I'm just saying that it is there. Um, uh, so <laughs> I guess going into abandoned news, we can talk about the guy that snuck on to uh, Discovery Cove. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't have the story pulled up. Hold on, let me just. I don't it either. But can I? Can yeah, I, go ahead. Can I talk about something yeah. real quick? Um, I thought that this is just a random fun fact that um I saw today as I was browsing Facebook. Um, did you know that Disney was actually approached first by J.K. Rowling to wow. build Harry Potter in Fantasyland? Yeah, I've told you this. You have. Yeah, and you and they basically told her f N- off. No, they didn't. J.K. Rowling was so mad at how little they put into the idea that she went straight to Universal Studios right after the Disney meeting. Okay. I had no idea. I apologize. Did I say Discovery Cove? No. I meant Discovery Island. You did say Discovery Island. Okay. Uh, this is the island that is right... If you're at... Um, if you are at the Contemporary or you're riding the boat, you actually see it when you go alongside. Right, right, yes. Um, so basically there was an Alabama man who was arrested and banned from Walt Disney World in Florida after he camped out at the abandoned Discovery Island attraction. Richard McGuire, 42, was arrested on Thursday and charged with trespassing after he dis- was discovered living on the island, which he described as a tropical paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, I, I can't say I disagree with the man. <laughs> uh, he was released on $500 bond is and scheduled to be a rain on June 3rd. So what you're saying is I could go there and live on Disney property and then you would only have to pay $500 to bail me out. I'm down for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't hear an objection. Um, so I just wanted to read a, just a little bit more about this. Uh, Disney's PA system tried to reach McGuire, but he did not see or hear them due to being asleep in one of the buildings on the island. Same. And basically, (laughs) he said uh, that he didn't know that he wasn't allowed to be on the island. (laughs) 
This wow. serves as a reminder that trespassing is not permitted at Walt Disney World. <laughs> All right. So do we want to get into the last little bit of news that we have here? Probably the biggest news coming out of Disney. Yeah. I want to do one more quick thing before we head into that. If you guys really do enjoy this series of the abandoned Disney things and you want me to look into something that you find interesting... Uh, we'll post it on the page for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. If you want me to go into like a deep dive, kind of like I did with Body Wars and uh, Treasure K, mm-hmm. I'll be more than happy to uh, do that for you, and we'll try to get it out. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, just let us know. Because um, there's plenty of things out there, especially, oh, yeah. and uh, probably coming up in the near you know future, we're probably going to be doing Discovery Island because that's yeah. a big one for Disney. Okay, so. Biggest news this week, Shanghai uh, Disneyland is beginning phased reopening as of May 11th, which is just short of five days now. Yep. So Basically Monday. I think it's Monday, yeah. right? Um, it was the day that supposed to the gym were supposed to be open in West Virginia, but then... Please stop. This is on Disney Parks blog, um, so I'm just going to read this basically verbatim. Um, let me see here. Shanghai Disneyland will also be reopening to the public May 11th. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead or behind. (laughs) Sorry. Um, In Shanghai, they took the first measured steps towards reopening in early March with the opening of some retail dining and entertainment experiences at Disney Town, Wishing Star Park, and the the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. So those have already been open. But as of May 11th, Everything's um, going to open back up. Shanghai Disneyland parks. will be open back up. Um, okay, so let's see here. It says, as we welcome guests back to the park, we will draw on the learnings from the reopening of Disney Town and Wishing Star Park. And we will implement new and enhanced health and safety measures reflecting the guidance of our local health and government authorities. While some things took will look a little different, know that a magical experience awaits you with at Shanghai Disneyland. Now more than ever, Shanghai Disney Resort is a special place for families and fans to create joyful memories and celebrate being together once again. Um, at Shanghai Disney Resort, as Shanghai Disney Resort embarks on the first Disney park reopening, the rest of the Disney family at our other parks around the world are also busy preparing for reopening. When the time is right, they will be able to once again welcome guests to explore and play and to enjoy the lands of adventure, fantasy, tomorrow, and imagination together. Until then, stay safe, keep dreaming, and stay tuned for more Disney parks news and stories from Shanghai Disneyland. Um, so I just wanted to go over something. Uh, we did talk about it before. The uh, the Disney fam- family sing-along. Oh, yeah. Uh, the lineup has been announced. Go ahead. So I'm going to go ahead and run down this here. Uh, a Whole New World featuring Adina Menzel and Ben Platt. Uh, Almost There, uh, Chloe and Hall and Akina Nor Rose. Sorry if I'm butchering He's these names. He's definitely butchering these names, but it's okay. Uh, Baby Mine by Katy Perry. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, John Legend and Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Akuna Matata featuring Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner <laughs> featuring Donald Glover and Walter Russell, which were the original Akuna, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Part of Your World by Halsey. Oh, you're going to like this one. Oh, boy. Poor Unfortunate Souls featuring Rebel Wilson. I mean, I'm here for it. She, I think she could be good at it. Um, Remember Me, uh, Miguel featuring... Uh, Christina Aguilera. No. <laughs> For the love of God, no. <laughs> uh, Step in Time and Super Catcher Fragilistic Expialidocious. Derek Huff, Julianne Huff, and Hi- Haley Ebert. Ebert? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, try everything, Shakira. When I am older, Josh Gad. Uh, You'll be in my heart. This is uh, Disney on Broadway uh, stars. Uh, your mother and mine, Sabrina Carpenter featuring Lang Lang. These are some real awesome names. Uh, Zero to Hero, Kiki Palmer featuring Dancing with the Stars pros, Lindsay Arnold, uh, Alan Burchton, and a couple other people that you probably don't know. <laughs> um, apparently, Kermit's supposed to be in this somewhere. Yeah, the I Muppets. Saw that. Will, okay, here it is. The Muppets will be doing a curtain raiser and. Tiss Burris will provide a local warm uh, warm up. So basically, I think they're going to do the Muppet Show. Um, so I'm just kind of running down the news here, real quick. Ooh, this is cool. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I no, saw you're fine. I saw face masks. You're fine. And there's a Hollywood Tower Terror one. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, Disney is actually selling face masks. Um, they do have a calculator, like a measuring calculator or whatever to order them. I'm not sure that they've been sold out, but they're also not shipping until 1st of June, something like that, around the first week of June. I just wanted to put this into perspective. Um, so this is this is good news. The Shanghai Disneyland reopening is very good news in that... If you think about it, they closed their doors January 25th, 2020. They are now opening May 11th, 2020. That is 107 days of them being closed. What the heck? Are you listening? Yeah, there's something I really want to talk about now. Okay, are you li- did yeah. you hear what I said? Yeah. What? I heard what you said. What did I say? Uh, you were talking about how Shanghai, when it's closed. When did it close? March 12th. No, it closed... January 25th and it's reopening its doors May 11th that's 107 days of being closed so if we put in here I have a calculator Disneyland and Disney World closed on March 12th so I'm just kind of doing some numbers here let's see that and that Um, so it would be five days from that that could mean that Disney World and Disneyland, if they're using the same amount of days of being closed, would take it to about June 27th of them opening. That's the 107 days of being closed. Yeah. So if you put that into perspective, we're only about a month and a half away from them opening Disney World and Disneyland stores. And you have to kind of think of it as like Shanghai is the guinea pig right now. If this does well and there, you know, there's no second wave of cases of COVID, this is very good news yeah. for Disney World and Disneyland. So, um, I've got some news here on my side that I I. I did not even hear about till just today. <laughs> uh, this was posted. Um, let me just double check here. This was posted today. Um, photos. New a goofy movie theme merchandise coming to Disney Store Japan on May eighth. <laughs> uh, with all Disney stores in Japan are currently closed due to COVID nineteen virus, that doesn't mean that merchandise releases are stopped. In fact, there is going to be a special line coming to uh, celebrate Goofy's movie. Goofy's birthday this month. Releasing May 8th online and May 25th in stores provided they're open. This collection features tributes to Goofy himself as well as several tie-ins to the cult classic Goofy movie. As of right now, this collection is only available in Japan and you can view it here on the official Disney Store Japan website. Um, I wanted to show you this one real quick before we... Uh, uh, unless you've got something else you want to talk about real quick. And I I'll do, show it to you. I do have... Okay. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. I, babe, it's going to take me a second to get down there. <laughs> okay, so um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was 
the message about Disney parks from Chief Medical Officer Dr. Pamela Heimel. Himmel? Heimel? Oh, that's cool. Um, let's see here. It says... Uh, to that end, I want to share an update with you about our plans and considerations as we prepare for the reopening of our parks, resorts, and stores. At Disney, we're exploring phased reopening. We're looking at all of our locations and how best to begin their reopening process, including a gradual reopening and or partial reopening of certain locations. For example, the opening of retail and dining locations prior to the opening of our theme parks, which, I mean, I think... Did we not just hear Universal talking about opening Universal opening City Walk? May 11th. I'm so, pretty sure. Okay. So, I mean, Disney Disney Springs could see a soft reopening here shortly, too. Um, physical distancing and capacity measures. As you can imagine, managing guest density in queues, restaurants, hotels, ride vehicles, and other facilities throughout the park and across the resort is a major focus. As we implement physical distancing guidelines based on guidance from health authorities such as Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention and appropriate government agencies, this will likely include implementation implementation of guest capacity measures to comply with state and federal guidelines. We're also exploring ways to use technology to aid us in these efforts, like with our Play Disney Parks app and through virtual queues at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, cleanliness and sanitation. Sanitization. We're planning increased cleaning and disinfection, determining where that should take place, for example, in high traffic areas and the cleaning products and processes we'll use screening and prevention support will follow guidance from the government and the medical community regarding enhanced screening procedures and prevention measures, including those related to personal protective equipment, such as face coverings. Some measures like adding hand sanitizers and hand washing stations across our resorts have already been implemented. And then cash training. We're further emphasizing our strong culture of health and safety amongst our cast members and will continue to provide new training and reinforcement as we get closer to reopening. Um, these are just a few examples. Again, um, we're just, I'm, I'm reading this verbatim from Disney Parks blog from the chief medical officer. So, Okay, I wanted to do one more quick thing here. Um, I don't know if you have anything else. No, I don't okay. think so. Um, so we just mentioned Universal City Walk. Um, uh, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about that because if you know they're opening up that, that means they might be opening up Disney Springs here soon. Uh, this news came out after team members working at City Walk Starbucks, which is owned by Universal's, were told that the locations were planning to open next week. The waitstaff at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville were also told that all Orlando City Walk restaurants are planning to reopen on May 11th. We have reached out to you. This is from attractionsmagazine.com. Okay. Uh, we have reached out to Universal about this possible reopening date, but they haven't re uh, responded yet. On the other side of the theme park universe is Walt Disney World. There is still no word on when Disney Springs will reopen to guests. We have also reached out to Disney for an info on an opening date, but have, they have not responded. And just just to preface this, guys, like we're not doing this to like scare anybody. We're just bringing you what we have when we have it. Like. I don't know. I just I don't I don't want people thinking that we're constantly talking about it and bringing it down. But it is a I mean, topic of discussion right I now. I think things are starting to open up, which is a good sign. Things are. It, it seems like things are starting to get better, and that makes me very happy. Um, I don't know if you guys had seen it. If you're not on our Facebook group, um, definitely go on there. Start it with Mouse Podcast. Um, I had posted a video today on there about the Shanghai Disneyland Resort, like the the Disneyland in Shanghai, whatever. The cast members getting ready. I don't know if did you actually watch the whole thing? 
I saw like some of the things. I, I, I you have I, to watch yeah, it. Okay. I was crying my eyes out at work. Like I, I work from home right now, yeah. obviously, but I am crying my eyes out. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this gives me so much hope and so much light right now in this darkness. The like the looks and I mean they all had masks on, of course, but just like just the thought of it reopening, it's just so magical and it just. It makes me so happy. I'm wanna, so excited. I was looking at something before you mentioned that. Now I want to look at it real quick again. Um, I kind of want to go over some of this. I have the guidelines for how Shanghai is going to open. Do you want to kind of go over those and see maybe that might be something that... That's up to you. I mean, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. What? Um, well, no, I guess it was Disney World. Like yeah, what, it was the Florida. Florida. It was yeah. Florida. I don't know if that's relevant, but... Um, I'm just going to kind of read this here. Um just want to kind of, you know, this might be some guidelines that uh, Disney World may use. Yeah. Um, apparently, it says on this article, Shanghai Disneyland opens May 11th with reservations, only limited attendance, and temperature screenings. Right. So, it says, Chapek states other Disney parks will follow the same protocol when reopening. So, basically, that what that means is, is when you walk into the Disney parks, they are going to take your temperature. That was one thing that we had talked about a few weeks ago during the episode. So Yeah, which... I'm sorry, but if you're going to, and I hate to say this, but if you're going to be petty enough that you're like, no, I don't want my temperature taken, then just don't go. Yeah. Right it, now. It takes yeah. five seconds. It, I mean. Literally, they have these guns. I'm, I I mean, a couple of the places I work with, mm-hmm. they have to scan me before it I go. Just it just rolls across yeah. your head. It takes the, two seconds. Yeah, take, boop. Yep. And it's done. Yeah. It's not like they have to put something under your tongue or in your derriere. <laughs> I don't want it on my head, put it in my derriere. <laughs> I want a good time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but no, it's. It's just precaution and, you know, whether you believe this COVID-19 was a conspiracy or whether it was not, it's to, it's to put others' minds at ease yeah. more than anything. So just abide by these rules. Well, you're going to have to, or you're not getting into Disney World. I don't yeah, know what to do. Basically tell you. that, and I think Universal is probably going to, whatever, I feel like Universal and Disney are going to be like hand to hand in this. Oh, absolutely. Whatever one comes out first, second one's coming up right after yeah, that. Yeah, I got a feeling sometime this week we'll get an announcement about Disney Springs opening up. I think either tomorrow or Friday it's going to be uh, Universal City Walk and Disney Springs are going to announce that they're reopening. I really do. Because I mean, places up here i'm my friend literally just got her nails done yesterday and i was like what she's like yeah it took three hours so every uh, things are starting to progress very well and it's very good to see for disney because i see all these pessimists and sometimes i am a pessimist i will admit that but like i think we've kind of turned the corner from pessimism and gone to more positive yeah like i saw somebody post today like oh well disney has a 91 deep percent decrease in their sales well no crap everything's closed the only thing they're profiting off of right now is shop disney and disney plus i just read that they lost they've lost a billion dollars so far this quarter which yes i understand but disney can that's the thing they can recover from it they just got a five million dollar credit line from Citibank a few weeks ago it but they can bounce oh oh, yeah out of any company they're the ones that can bounce back from it as as well as universal i mean well i mean the proof's in the pudding after 9-11 Disney took a real economic downturn, mm-hmm. and they've came out none the better since. I mean, I don't like yeah. to talk about nine eleven, no, no. but you know, yeah, it's it, it's just these are good things that are happening. You know, each state is starting to reopen. Um, we even talked the other day. It has nothing to do with Disney, but like Missouri, is it Missouri? Missouri said that they're going to have a concert summer season. Yeah, a, a and that's crazy season. to think about. Like there are hundred. Like I think uh, it's actually really smart on their behalf because if somebody wants to go see a concert they'll probably go to missouri they right. don't care right so um these are just really good things that are happening i feel like um bottom line is if you're not comfortable with going to disney disney world disneyland wherever 
just don't go and yeah. wait until you feel safe. But I think this stuff needs to start happening for everything just to get back to normal. Okay. All right. Uh, you want to go ahead and hang out the tags and then we'll hang wrap out the tags. Wrap this one up. Um, so we're on Facebook, Started with the Mouse Podcast. Um, also, J- jkadventures.live, um, which we will be bringing you uh, Orlando based content here in a month and a half. I'm going to be door dashing every day until then, as soon as I get my little red card. So am I. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, and then we're on Instagram, started with a mouse underscore podcast. We are on TikTok at Swamp Podcast. Yeah, we need to work on TikTok. I know. I have a lot of lined up, like things lined up that I want to do. So probably this weekend. Um, we are on Gmail, started with mouse podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, check out, what what's Abby's for theirs? Is it ear to ear chat? What? Are you talking TikTok. About? I have no idea. Why don't you look at it real yeah, quick while okay. I hand out the tags? Um, we also have another email, jkadventures3045 uh, at gmail.com. And then what else? I don't think. Do we have anything else? Uh, I, I don't think so. Um, John's looking that up. But if you guys have any um, suggestions to as to um, more abandoned things, I guess um, that we want to talk about like topics because we do want to turn this into a series um, or any movies that you think need revamped that John and I need to rewatch. We will be doing one of those possibly next week if we can watch that movie. Um, I'm running out of things here to say, sweetheart. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to show. Did we post it on our group? What? The thing that Abby did. Oh, the picture of the Haunted yeah. Mansion? Yeah, I posted it yesterday. You posted it on our group, yeah. yes. So if you want to see what our great friend from Ear to Ear Chat, I was going to try to, f- I can't find the TikTok right now because my phone's goofing up. Um, you can check out the art, great artwork she did. Um, so The Haunted Mansion, the she's Haunted making Mansion. us a figment one because I didn't let John. De- Stop it. I didn't let John choose. Oh! Oh! You should tell the people what we figured out today about Toy Story 4. Before we figment is in Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, look at our Facebook page for that one. But yeah. I'm Kathy. I'm John. We hope to bring a little bit of busy magic into your everyday lives. And so our journey comes to an end. But yours continues on. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. For you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go. Let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after. The battles, the stories, the losses and all the glory. We're changed by the way we live every day. Just look up and reach to the sky. We all have the courage to fly. You can fly.